Welcome to the Keys to Life podcast. I hope you are blessed by today's message that you continue to unlock deeper intimacy in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Be blessed. Hey, everybody. I do trust and pray that you all are doing well. I know that God has caused his face to shine upon us, and for that, we thank him for his grace and for his mercy. Let us bow in a quick word of prayer, and then we'll dive into the word for the day. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your transcendence and your remnants. We honor you for your grace and for your mercy. We ask you, Lord, that you open up our hearts to be able to receive your word, open up our minds to be able to understand your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I want to look at Psalm 34, verse number 19. Psalm 34, verse 19. It says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. I want to lift up this thought. Uh, the blessing of pain, the blessing of pain. Uh, it is without question <laughs> that we all know something about pain. <laughs> uh, it is without question uh, that the life of the Christian uh, is not a pain-free life. <laughs> uh, many might say that it is a painful life. Uh, but at any rate, it is not free of pain. We are not exempt uh, from having trouble. We are not exempt from having trial and tribulation. Uh, we've all uh, been there where we face rejection. Uh, we've all been there where we face uh, the daggers in the back. Uh, we've all been there where we face the nose. We've, we've all been there where we had to encounter negative doctor reports. Uh, we've all had to encounter ridicule and scandals and rumors and lies. Uh, we've all been through unfair treatment. We've been misunderstood. Uh, we've been misrepresented. Uh, and the truth of the matter is we uh, have a good mind to know that um, we're not living pain free. Uh, being a Christian does not excuse us or exempt us uh, from having pain. Uh, but the truth of the matter is uh, we have to endure uh, on this Christian walk. Uh, what's interesting about pain is that the first instance where we see pain in Scripture uh, is Genesis 3 uh, in the Edenic curse, uh, where God tells Eve that uh, that through in pain, uh, she's going to bring forth children. Um, and so I believe because of that, pain has had a, a negative connotation uh, down the line. And it's had a negative, con negative connotation so much so, and it has raised uh, the age-long question uh, that uh, if God is good, then why does he allow pain upon his children? If God is caring, if God is loving, then why does he allow pain? And I'm sure that we've heard that question. Maybe some of us have even asked that question of theodicy, that if God 
is good, if God is loving, if God is caring, then why would he allow or permit pain uh, to come upon the Christian's life? Or why would he allow circumstances to be like they are? Why would he allow situations to occur uh, in our life? Well, the truth of the matter is, uh, God is good. God is loving. Uh, God does have our best interests at heart. And so because of that, we can answer that question that undoubtedly Christian pain has to serve a purpose. Because if God is good, if God is loving, if God is just, and he is, if he allows the pain, then that pain has to serve a purpose, not for my detriment, but a purpose for my benefit. Okay. And so we have to hold on to that. Uh, We have to maintain that uh, and, and keep grips upon that, that if something happens that I may not agree with in my life, if pain occurs in my life, uh, then it has to occur for my benefit. It has to occur for my blessing. All right. Uh, and so Christian pain undoubtedly serves a purpose. All right. Uh, Christian pain undoubtedly serves a purpose. You ought to share that with somebody. Type it, text it. Christian pain serves a purpose. Now, that purpose does not always feel good. <laughs> That purpose does not always feel good, but it is what's good for us, all right? Now, we may not understand it at the moment. We may not feel that way while we're enduring it, but Christian pain uh, is what's good for us. It may not feel good to us, but it is what's good for us. When we look at pain, when we view it from uh, a natural perspective, And from the right perspective, uh, uh, pain is a gift. (laughs) I know, I know, I know you think I'm talking crazy, uh, but pain is a gift. Think about it. In the natural, uh, pain alerts us or alerts our, or is our body's way of alerting us when something is not right. Pain is ours, is, is our body's way of alerting us when there's an issue somewhere. And so without pain, um, I could think that my life is good. I could think that my body is well, but I could be so close to catastrophe that had I been alerted of the pain, then I could have got it checked out or could have got it looked at. And so when we look at pain from the perspective that it is an alerting agent, that something is not right. Or something needs to be addressed. Because not always that something is not right. Or something needs to be fixed. Um, Then um, when I look at pain from that perspective, I can see the purpose in the pain. I'm still hurting, (laughs) but there's purpose for the pain. And just like it is in the natural, it is in the spirit. When I face spiritual pain, when I face spiritual pain, then that is an alertment that I need to draw closer to God. (coughs) Excuse me. And oftentimes what we do is 
we tend to take the wrong mindset and drift away from God. But pain uh, should cause us to draw closer to God. Uh, Paul had an issue. He had a thorn in his flesh. He had some pain. Wherever it was, theologians are not even sure what the issue was, right? But Paul had an issue. Paul had a thorn in his flesh, and he begged God three times, please take it away from me. But God says, <laughs> Paul, Paul records, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. But notice what Paul says. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. So Paul shifted his mindset. At first, he wanted God to take it away. But then when he realized the purpose of the pain, Paul says, I take pleasure in it. <laughs> I take pleasure in the pain because it's going to bring glory unto God. So uh, one thing we have to realize is that at the risk of repeating, pain serves a purpose. But what is that purpose? What is that purpose? I believe that the purpose of pain is so that we can stay closer to God. Pain drives us closer to our God. Now, uh, this I don't, I don't want you to get me wrong. Uh, I, I'm not saying that only pain drives us closer to God. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that God has to use pain only to drive us closer to him. No, but... Uh, he uses pain. He can use pain and he does use pain to draw us closer to God among many other things that draw us closer to God. Pain draws us closer to God because God understands that in order for you to stay near the cross, then there must be some resemblance of the cross in your life. <laughs> In order for you to stay near the cross, then there must be some resemblance of the cross in your life. Okay, let me say it again. In order for you to stay near the cross, there must be some resemblance of the cross in your life. Okay, and so God understands that pain serves a purpose. And so we have to make up in our mind to come to the realization that whatever I'm facing, it's serving a purpose, right? So I, I want to talk about uh, three inescapable truths concerning Christian affliction, right? I want to lift up three inescapable truths. You cannot get around it concerning Christian affliction. Again, let me say it again. I'm going to lift up three inescapable truths that you cannot get around. You cannot avoid concerning Christian affliction. The first thing that we cannot avoid is that Christian affliction, pain, they are many. <laughs> they are many. All right. 
The psalmist says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. All right? Many are the afflictions of the righteous. They are many. The, the troubles that we encounter as Christian believers are not few, <laughs> but they are found in multiple aspects of the Christian's life. Uh, you, you've heard the saying before, every time I turn around, you know, there's something, right? You, you've, you've heard the expression of, of as soon as I get done with this, if it's not one thing, it's another. That's the Christian's life oftentimes is that our troubles are many, all right? They're not few. Our troubles oftentimes hit us from many different angles. Some we expect, some we don't. Some that we're able to, to bounce back from quick and some that, that knocks us down for a period of time. Our trouble, our affliction is many. And I think we ought to understand that, that, that the Christian's life is, is not a life of, 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 of a bed of roses. Every day is not sweet. Every day is not grand and wonderful. But every day, I believe, is a good day because we're walking with God. Does not mean I'm not going to have some wrinkles along the way. Does not mean I'm not going to have some hills to climb. It does not mean I'm, I'm not going to have some obstacles to overcome. But at the end of the day, if I got God, I'm good. But the issue... The issues that we have, the pain that we see, the pain that we endure, they are many. For many are the afflictions of the righteous. Okay? Job says uh, that man that is born of a woman is of a few days. And those few days are full of trouble. Okay? Job says we only have a limited amount of time. And within that limited amount of time, we're going to face days that are full of trouble. Oftentimes, it appears as if there is no break. There, there is no give. There, when pain and calamity hit our lives, it seems as if the floodgates of heaven has opened and is not raining down blessings. It seems as if uh, that the whirlwind of life just takes over us and we find ourselves in predicament after predicament, stressed and maxed out to the point where we're not even sure what's going on. We, we get hit on our left, hit on our right, and in the moment we feel as if we're finding some bearings in our feet, we, we, we get swept under the rug our, or the rug gets swept from underneath us. And so we, we got pain to our left, pain to our right, pain in front of us, pain above us, pain beneath us, pain behind us. The troubles that we face are many. And guess what? It's inescapable. It's inescapable. It is an inescapable truth that we are going to endure pain and suffering in this life. Okay? We're going to endure it. 
we're going to endure. Second Corinthians says that we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but not destroyed. We're troubled on every side. We're perplexed. We're persecuted. We're cast down. We cannot escape that pain is many. Secondly, 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 <laughs> our afflictions that we cannot escape from. The second thing that we cannot escape from is that our afflictions as Christian believers are painful. I'm going to let that sit for a moment. They are painful. <laughs> they hurt. It's, it's not some sanctified pain <laughs> that we don't feel it. The pain that we feel hurts. It hurts. The, the psalmist uses a Hebrew, a Hebrew word here that garners English adjectives such as displeasure, harmful, vexing, miserable, calamity, failure, heavy. He says, many are the afflictions. It is a displeasurable feeling. It is a vexing feeling. It is a miserable feeling at times. The pain that we endure, it's going to sound redundant, is very painful. The afflictions that we have to endure are painful. The pain of our trouble is undeniable. It, it is, in fact, a reality, right? It is not a figment of our imagination. The pain that we feel is real and it hurts. It cuts deep. It makes us want to give up sometimes. It makes us want to throw in the towel. It makes us want to desire to walk away and start fresh somewhere else. Sometimes it causes us to question our purpose and authenticity of our assignment. Hallelujah. The truth of the matter is we are dealing with real issues that need a real solution. Can I say it again? We are dealing with real issues that need a real solution. It is not enough for us to come to church and have our emotions stirred, but then we leave out and have to face the same pressures of life with nothing to fight it with. Our issues are real. It is not our brain playing a trick on us. It is not a figment of our imagination. Our emotions are real. Our feelings are real. And the hurt that we feel with the affliction is real. Hallelujah. It is not enough 
just to, when we get back into the building, just to have church and then leave out the same way. It is not enough for to, to have uh, an, an, an overcoat thrown over my issues uh, and I shout over them and dance over them and, and sing over them and preach over them, hoop over them and do all that stuff. And then when we come out of church, I still have nothing to fight my pain with. Hallelujah. It does us no good if there is nothing for me to hold on to when I come out and I'm dealing with real life. Our issues are real. Our pain, the pain that we feel is real. Sometimes the pain will cause us to stay up at night. Sometimes the pain will cause us to lose confidence and lose trust in people. And sometimes if we're not careful, the pain can cause us to lose confidence and trust in God. Pain is real. The affliction the, the pain of the affliction is real. It cuts deep. It hurts. Hallelujah. It keeps us up at night and sometimes it causes variation. Sometimes it causes our mind to think things that we should not think. Pain is real and it's inescapable. The afflictions hurt. It hurts. It's inescapable. So, so we, we cannot avoid it that they are many. We cannot avoid that they hurt. And this third and final thing that we cannot avoid concerning Christian affliction is that there is deliverance through it. Hallelujah. That's your shouting point. Yes, they are many. Yes, they hurt. But thanks be unto God, there is deliverance through it. <laughs> and I cannot escape it. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. They are many. It's an inescapable truth. They hurt. It's an inescapable truth. They're painful. But thirdly, finally, there is deliverance through it. For many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Yes, Lord. The Lord delivers him out of them all. So although they may be many, although it may hurt, I can rest on the fact and I don't have to worry, even though I may feel like worrying, I don't have to worry because I know that my deliverer is with me in the pain. Hallelujah. That there is deliverance after this. The afflictions are many. The afflictions are real. The afflictions are painful, but the Lord delivers. Hallelujah. I'm getting excited. I'm trying not to. We, we, we have to understand that while our lives may be filled with afflictions, sooner or later, 
God will cause deliverance to overtake the trouble that's in our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We may not ever have an affliction-free life, but one thing I can thank God for is that this particular trouble has an expiration date. There may be some trouble down the line. There may be some trouble around the corner. But one thing I can hang my hat on and give God praise for is that whatever I'm dealing with at the moment does have an expiration date. And for that, we can thank God. For that, we can praise God because we understand that there is deliverance on the other side of the trouble. Hallelujah. There is deliverance through the trouble. There is deliverance through the affliction. There's deliverance through the pain. David said it like this. Yea, though I walk through the valley. Hallelujah. David says, I'm not stopping here. David says, I'm not staying here. David says, I'm going to do just that. Walk through it. I'm going to get through it. You ought to text somebody, whatever, raise up your window and yell out the window at your neighbor and say, you will get through this. Hallelujah. You will get through this. Hallelujah. Because our deliverer is with us in the trouble. I'm trying, I'm trying not to get excited. Our deliverer is, is with us through the trouble. And that's what we have to understand that while we're dealing with a whole lot of stuff, that while we're dealing with a whole lot of mess, we can give God praise because he's with us through the trouble. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Yes. But the Lord, hallelujah, delivers him out of them all. Not a couple, not some, not one, two or three, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Hallelujah. Delivers us out of them all. James says, that we ought to count it all joy when we fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of our faith is going to work patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Let patience have a perfect work. Endure the process, endure the test, endure the calamity, endure the catastrophe. Let patience have her perfect work. Endure the doctor report. Let patience have her perfect work. And when you do that, you're going to come out wanting for nothing. What is the blessing of pain? What is the blessing of pain? What is it? Uh, what is the blessing of pain? Because, Keys, you, you, I, I talked about uh, that that pain is many. I talked about that there is there is the, the pain or the affliction 
it is really painful and it's real. It's something that we cannot overcome. And I dealt with the fact that pain, uh, that God is our deliverer and he will deliver us through it. But that's not the blessing. <laughs> that's just something to praise God for. That's not the blessing. Here's the blessing. The blessing is not in Psalm 34, 19. The blessing is in Psalm 34, verse 18, <laughs> where it says, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. Hallelujah. And he saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. When pain has overtaken your life, the Bible says that God is nigh thee. God is with thee. God is right there with you through the pain. That's the blessing in pain because the pain gives God an invitation to come into my life to sit with me during my trouble. Yes, Lord. The pain gives God an invitation to overcome the obstacles in my life and sit with me during the process. Yes, Lord. The pain allows for me to draw closer to God. Yes, sir. The pain increases my prayer life. That's the blessing in pain. The pain, the pain increases my worship. The pain, it reveals to me the loving nature of God. The pain allows God an opportunity to work a miracle in my life. The pain affords God the opportunity to allow us to hear his voice more clearly. There is a purpose in the pain. Hallelujah. There is a purpose in the pain. There is a purpose in the pain. Hallelujah. And that purpose is to bring us closer to God. Rather, there is a blessing in the pain. And that is to bring us closer unto our God. But we cannot respond to it the same way the world responds. We cannot react to it the same way the world reacts. But our reaction ought to be, Lord, I may not understand it. I may not agree with it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to trust you. At the end of the day, I'm going to trust you. As I prepare to close here, Job had an issue. You know the story of Job. Job one day lost everything that he had. He lost it all. All his money, all his oxen, all his cattle. He lost all his ten children. All at one time. All at one time. He lost it. He lost it all. But when Job was faced with a response, with a decision to make a response, he did not charge God foolishly. He did not question God. He did not call God out his name. But the Bible says in Job 1 verse 20 that he rent his clothes, shaved his 
head, fell down on his face, and began to worship God. My question to you is what is your response to the pain in your life? What is your response to the afflictions in your life? What is your response? Our response should be praise and adoration unto God. Praise and thanksgiving unto God through the trial, through the tests, through the tribulation, through the pain. Praise Him. It's hurting, yes, but praise Him. Hard to endure, but praise Him through it. Because He's near thee, He's nigh thee of a broken heart, and He saves those. Have a contrite spirit. You're in the proper position. You're in the proper position. I know that pain that's hit your life. It's gotten you. You're breaking down. You're bent over. You're in the proper position to cry out to God. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for who you are. We honor you, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that you would give us the ability to respond to our circumstances in the way that you want us to respond to it. To respond to our situations in the proper manner. We ask you, Lord, that you would cover our minds, you would cover our hearts. That while we're dealing with pain, we know that you're still with us. That while we have, we're having trouble overcoming, we know, Lord, that you will Allow us to come out in the end. Father, we ask now that you would strengthen our Christian walk. Strengthen our confidence in you, our belief, faith, our hope in you, knowing that you will not bring us to a point just to turn your back on us. For you have not brought us this far just to leave us now. You have not brought us this far just to bring us this far. You will keep us. You will walk with us. And we ask you, Lord, that you would allow us to respond and react in the way that you would see fit. Allow us to realize that our pain serves a purpose. Reveal that to us. Strengthen us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. May heaven smile upon you. Remember, there is a blessing in pain. Let it draw you closer to our God. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. If you're not already a subscriber, I'll ask that you please subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you'd like to stay in contact with me or stay connected with me, please go to www.williamtkeys.com. God bless you. Continue to believe God.